Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Welcome, parents, to the Weekly Rethink. Today, our question is, how do you become the trusted voice in your child's head? I think every parent wants to be that. They want to be someone their kid can come to, some mm-hmm. that, and we want to influence their decisions, and we want them to do the right thing. Uh, but how do we do that? Many times, uh, even at young ages, we see kids rejecting their parents, and rege- and, and we all know that whether they're young or old, there's so many voices in their head, right? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was just going to say that our voice is in constant competition with the voices of the world, whether that's their siblings that live right underneath the roof with them, wanting them to do things or be things or um, friends or classmates or um, teachers to social media, to what they see in the movies and what there's the songs that are playing on the radio are constantly going after their identity, trying to define who they are and what they're supposed to do with their lives. Yeah. And the, more we go down this road of technology, mm-hmm. the more voices sure. are here. Yeah. And and they're so prevalent and so easily accessible. So parents, it's more and more difficult to be the trusted voice in your child's head. I mean, some kids are even they're watching on YouTube how they should be parented. You know, I mean, you know, <laughs> right, or whatever exactly. they're watching or they're watching <laughs> shows that I mean, our kids watch so many more shows than we ever did when For we were growing oh, up. So they have, have access so, to yeah, so many, so many more influences of how a parent really operates and they're comparing that. And so in all that, what do we do? to become the trusted voice. God still has a role for us as a mom and a dad to be the spiritual leader of our home, to uh, to have influence. And, you know, he says, you know, in Deuteronomy, he talks about how, you know, put it in there when they're walking along the way. And, and you know, we're Sitting still... Sitting yeah, and standing and waking Even though and the sleeping. circumstances have changed, our role hasn't changed. Right. So how do we make that happen? Well, and I mean, just to speak to you parents for a second as well, you were, I mean, God chose you to be in your children's lives, to be that great voice, to be that strong voice, that powerful voice, that the, the best voice in their lives right now. So and in you've fact, been given that. You are, when they're young, you are God's voice to them. For sure. Because they see, they don't really understand about God so you are their voice of reason. You are their mm-hmm. voice of uh, what, you know, what spirituality looks like. And eventually, as the kids get older, and it happens at different ages, we transfer that voice to God. And, you know, what you want to do is when we send them out to the world, that they, under, first they've heard your voice and you are the trusted voice, but eventually God becomes that trusted voice. And it, not eventually like when they're 30, right? you know, after they've been through all the wars, you want that to happen in middle school and in high school that you're transferring your that voice to God. But And so knowing that in this stage that you are basically God's representative, God's represented voice to them, Ask yourself, what kind of voice am mm-hmm. I being what to voice my do children? I be? Yeah, and what what are they hearing me say to them? Yeah, I think there's so many times, parents, that when we talk to our children, and we um, 
put it under the umbrella of giving them direction or training them, um, you know, go brush your hair or brush your teeth or your room's a mess or you can't wear that, whatever it is that um, we're saying to them, sometimes that's not what our kids hear. What our kids hear is maybe a form of rejection. You know, you're not good enough. You're not, you know, your hair's not pretty enough unless you brush it or you, you know, you dress like a slob. Sometimes they'll hear the negative side of that. Yeah, because our kids are really struggling with who they are well, they're building and, and who they are. It's them. not, they're building who they are. And then the world is robbing them of who they are. So that's where that struggle comes in. Yeah. And so we break that down into two things that we want you to take away today. That, it, that will help you become the strongest, best voice in yeah, your if child's If you want to be the head. trusted voice, you'll need to do, we promise you these two things and you'll need to develop them over time. And the first one is, is to be an encouraging parent, an encouraging parent parents, we need to understand the power of our words. Um, our words are so powerful. And like Suzanne was saying, many times, mm-hmm. even with the, now sometimes we do things and we say things to our kids that we know are bad. And and we always tell parents, hey, that's going to happen. The words you use then are to ask forgiveness. When you, you are going to mess up as a parent and you're going to say things that you regret. Um, that's going to happen. But God gives us this great way to be encouraging, and we are encouraging by asking forgiveness. Yeah, just say, please forgive me. I'm so sorry I said that rude or I said that mean. And that wipes the slate. Our kids are so graceful, gracious to want to forgive. They will forgive us. They're wired to forgive us. But sometimes, like you were saying, Suzanne, we see parents a lot, and including us, and you know, we've learned over 30 years to be better at it, and we've studied it, and now oh, teach there it. There was one thing Macy was telling me just the other day about it, that she, when she was a little girl, she would cough. She'd have this, like this little cough like this, and it was an unproductive cough, and apparently I told her, don't cough, Macy, stop coughing. And so she remembers it. She's like, yeah, I need to get some inner healing every time I cough. And yes, so, oh, I remember that. <laughs> don't you? You, you I would remember. tell me that. You would tell me, don't <laughs> cough, it's not productive. And I'm like, I can't stop it. I'm like feeling guilty because I'm coughing. <laughs> Apparently, Macy felt guilty yes, too. Yes, I mean, and so that's what, I need yeah. to join her in that therapy. Oh my goodness, she told us that all the time. And so, uh, but that's that's a silly example of how sometimes it's more serious. Um, oh, but, I'm sure I was serious because sure, I was annoyed. <laughs> yes, but sometimes I mean, we're saying it in a silly way. But sometimes parents, uh, many times we see parents with the best intentions are harming their kids. Oh, yeah. And with the, we are trying to help, but we are actually saying, and, and we don't mean to say the things, but sometimes we do, sometimes we mean it, but but many times we don't. We in the, With the best intentions, we're trying to help. Maybe that, you know, maybe that mom is talking to the daughter and she's saying that, oh, you know, you need to wear this dress so you'll look pretty or, or you need or to do this. this one makes you look thin. Yes, or... and what the child is hearing is, I'm not, skinny enough. I'm not pretty enough because mom always wants to dress me differently to so that I will look something that, you know, look like something that she accepts. Yes. Our little girls are so desperate for, um, approval, you know, from the world, but where they get it first is from us as parents. And so, it's great, daddies, to tell your little girls that they look beautiful, that they look lovely. You can even say they look pretty. You yeah. can say that to them because they um, are wired to be beautiful and to be lovely and to be pretty, and they are looking for that affirmation. And if we don't give it to them as parents, um, 
then they're going to find, they're going to look for it in the world somewhere. And the world usually warps it and twists it. Yeah. And, and this may be a little bit over the top in our, um, you know, more um, gender society we have today, but uh, girls want to be, and this is a little bit of a stereotype, but it's pretty, uh, it's pretty um, apparent. Girls want to be princesses. Girls, want, boys want to be warriors. Right. They boys want to fight. They want to go conquer. And, Courageous. And again, and again brave, it's not powerful. always yes. And so yeah. you can do that with your boys and girls. And again, not that the girls can't be warriors and the boys can't be handsome. Right. That's true too. But I'm just talking about in general. You want to, you know, tell well, that's your, how they're wired. Exactly. I mean, you can't argue with how they're wired. And and, and and if you want to just be safe and encouraging, just tell your daughter how beautiful she is inside and out. And tell your son how brave he is and yes. how smart he is and intelligent and courageous. And and you tell your daughter how intelligent she is and how. And know, I tell my kids all the time, even now at their ages, you're so cute. Oh, my gosh, you're just so cute. Right. I just want to hug you or whatever. Yes, I just you know. want to yeah, smooch your face off. I don't say that. She does. <laughs> I just want to so. smooch your face. Yes. <laughs> but um, our words are so powerful, parents, and we need to understand. When, when I, I always say that's one of the greatest things I learned in parenting was the power of my words because I'm a teacher at heart, and I so wanted to teach my kids what was right. And if they didn't get it the first time, I would teach it again. If Even they if get, they got it the first time, he would teach <laughs> well, it again. I, well, I would teach the little bit they didn't get right. <laughs> Just so, in case they yeah. didn't get it right. And so because I so wanted, and I thought I was helping, but in reality, what I was telling them is, you're not enough. And right. so when oh, I when good. I flipped it and I became <sighs> encouraging good. and figured out ways to say it differently, um, my kids say today, Dad, you don't criticize us. That's good. And you, you know, I, I do still because I'm still a teacher and I can't get away from that. But they don't see it that way. I have changed the way they hear my voice. Oh, and I loved what you said is you said, I flipped it. Yeah. And so parents, you don't have to start from ground zero when it comes to encouraging. Just start with what you're saying to your kids right now and think before you say it. And when it, when it, if it's going to come out critical, then flip your thinking, flip your thoughts, flip the words that you're going to say so that they are encouraging instead of saying your your hair looks a mess you could say that with oh, I love it when you brush your hair let me help you brush your hair let's right. brush your hair or something like that and so just start with what you're doing right now and flip it to the encouraging side because and, and it transitions us to our second point we said um, that we want to be an encouraging parent that we need to understand the power of our words especially as kids get older it becomes she talked about flipping their thinking as they get older, especially, we want to understand the power of our ears. Oh, that's and good to be want safe. To be safe, exactly. And so we understand the power of our words. We also understand the power of listening. Um, and listen, parents, if you want to be the trusted voice in your kid's life, you got to be a listener because we want to talk to the people who really listen to mm -hmm. us. We want to we want to talk to people who really hear us and understand us. Well, and as parents. It, just think about listening. Your child has, we said, a whole bunch of voices in their head, but we don't necessarily know what those voices are saying to them. And so if we will listen, if we'll ask them, you know, how are you doing in school? What kind of student are you? Um, what kind of football player are you? Do you? What do you like about dance? If we can ask them to share with us what those voices are, then if a lie comes in, I'm a terrible football player, the coach doesn't like me at all, then we can go in and say, 
okay, you're not a terrible football player. And what makes you think the coach doesn't like you? Well, he does this, this, and this. Oh, I think he's trying to make you stronger. Do you think he's trying to make you stronger? Do you think he's trying to make you better? And so we have to start with knowing what's going on inside of them. And dads, this is exhausting. <laughs> I mean, it is so exhausting. I mean, yeah, if you're not. Don's already rolling his eyes at me even as I was if talking. If you're not wired <laughs> like, that way, I mean, I like talking to people. And I like people. And it's still exhausting because. Because you don't like listening. Well, no, I don't. I mean, it's just I, I, listening's hard. It really is. It's so much easier to talk. And so it's so much easier just to tell them what to do. And, and, and I always know the answer before, you know, within a couple of sentences, I already know what to tell them. Yeah, but, because you're 50 and they're yes, seven. Well, but I mean, just because I know anyway, because I'm smart and I'm confident and all these things. And so I already, but, but it's, it's one, I don't really know is the answer to the question. I mean, many From times. From their perspective yeah, or what many, they're feeling. I don't really know. I, I'm assuming so many things and so it's, good. but but it's just, I'll just tell you, you know, and I think females in general, I know we're still, this is a gender seems like <laughs> conversation, but um, I just think women are better at listening overall for the most part. And, uh, and guys, we want to just get to the point. We want to just, you know, get it done. And, ah, it, but it's so good guys. If you will just, you know, and, and even when they're three, they're telling stories and you can't even understand them. But those are just, and they, and you're just, just say, oh, really? And just keep going. Or, you know, we, we talk about just one more question, one more question, one more question that just continues. It's that mindset of, I am not going to be a lecturer. I am going to draw out my kid. That's so good. And, and, if, and that's something, if you want to be the trusted voice in your kid's head, you will be a listener or you won't it won't happen because they're not going to talk to people who won't listen to them and we've we've said in our book um if you listen to them when they're five then they'll talk to you when you're 15 they're when so, they're 15 yeah when they're 15 <laughs> would that be nice so if you listen to them when they if, if we as parents listen to our children when they are five then our children will talk to us when the our children are 15. Yeah. and so th those of you that have got little kids right now it's, I know it's hard to listen to them. They're telling you stories that you're not the least bit interested in, but what you're doing is you're laying the groundwork down for them to trust you and know, oh, mom and dad, listen to me, because they don't know any different. They don't know if you do. They don't know that you don't if you do. Does that make sense? If you are listening to I'm them. I'm confused. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you listen to them when they're three, four, and five, and they're telling you their right. stories, then they're automatically going to talk to you because they don't know any different. Right. And if you've not listened to them up till this point, Point, then now's the time to start it's never too late to start listening to them and parents as you listen the goal is to have them be heard but also you're trying to lead them to the right answer oh, you're trying good. to make it yeah. be their idea and it and again that's going to be when they get a little older when you when you're in the younger ages you're going to listen to them and then you're going to tell them things because they don't have anything in the database. They're asking questions. Why is the grass green? Why does, right. you know, and so you're telling them things to answer their questions. But as they get older, you're going to start to not tell them the right answer. You're going to lead them to the right answer. And, and really the, the best thing is when you go, hey, what do you think about that? And then what do you think you should do about that? And they say, oh, well, I think I should forgive the person. And you go, ah, what a great idea. Right. I think that's awesome. And, and we get out of because especially as they get older, they're not going to listen to your lectures. They're not going to listen to your advice. In fact, 
they are going to put up a wall against the, the more you lecture the more you're going to put they're going to put up walls and that's what you know we get parents come to us all the time uh, and say why do your kids talk to you so much and when they come into our house the, it is an open door i mean we're talking about sex we're talking about you know you know whatever alcohol or we're talking about the show we watched i mean there's there's no filter really that's going on and when parents well, because we're competing with the voices in their head we're competing with the world parents and believe me the world is after our kids for sure when it comes to sex and alcohol and all those things of the world but they talk to us and when the parents come in and they say oh my goodness or the teenagers even come in and they go what goes on in your house we've developed that that's taken years to develop we've developed a culture in our home of being safe and that's what you want to do as parents. You want to get to that culture where uh, it starts when they're little. And if, it, if, you're, if you've got older kids, it can start today. It's just you got some work to do to start, you know, apologizing maybe or, mm, or being safe. And, you know, you just got a little bit more work to do. But, but we're talking about, you know, how you do that as a way of life with your kids. If you want to be, again, let's, let's wrap up kind of where we started. How do you get to be the trusted voice in your kid's head? Two things, really. You're, you become an encouraging parent. You understand the power of your words. And you become a safe parent. You understand the power of your ears. Mm -hmm. Any final notes, Suzanne? Oh, thanks for asking. Sure. Um, I just want to just reiterate, parents, that you, um, your parent, your children want to talk to you. Mm, yes. They want to be encouraged by you. They are hungry for it. They are desperate for it. They want you to listen to them. They will create things to say so that you will listen to them. Or so that you'll praise them. Or so you or and if you're not praising them, then they'll do things wrong so that they will yeah. get your I mean, attention. Just think about like the um okay, so think about in that point like the, the three year old that comes, Daddy, don't you like my picture? Right. Well even your teenagers do that. Hey, I did this, mm -hmm. you know, and then mm -hmm. so often the parent doesn't it. Well, did you do that? You know, it's like, oh, dad, I, you know, I hit a double today. Well, what'd you do the other three at bats? You know, it's mm -hmm. like we just always are have that air. And that's what we're trying to flip your thinking on is when they do that, they're crying out for and, and parents. We have the power to put the identity in our kids lives more than anybody else. God gave it to for us. For sure. For sure. And just watch them. Just encourage them and watch them. It's incredible. Watch their head just lift up a little bit more mm. and their chin go out and their chest go out a little bit. And they just hold their head a little higher when you give them some encouragement. And so we just challenge you to do that this week. Just pick some things to encourage your children about. Ask them some questions and listen to them and see how you are going to become the most trusted voice in their head. Yeah, we, we have... Um... We've done this with our kids for years, and and now, now all of them are teenagers or above, and they all are, you know, the, the, they all hear God's voice. We they they've listened and they listen to our voice, and then also they we have transferred that to where they hear God's voice, and uh, so often now it's just like all all we have to do as parents, this is how parenting becomes easy, you right. know, because all you have to do is say, hey, where do you think God is in that? And you start a conversation and 
And that's good. I'm so glad you brought that up because while we are telling you right now how to become the most trusted voice in your child's head, that is just a stopgap. It's temporary. It's temporary, exactly, until they can hear God for themselves. And then it's now... God is the most trusted voice in their head. Yeah, that's the goal. When you when they when you release them, you know, if they're they graduate from high school and whatever they do going forward, they're gonna leave your nest. You want them hearing God's voice and you are the stopgap. But we start by becoming the trusted voice in their head. And then uh, we transfer that to God and He does. So that's so good. Yeah. Yep. So let's uh, uh, again encouraging. We want, to, we want to understand the, the power of our words and say we want to understand the power of our ears. Become a listening parent, become an encouraging parent, and watch your children trust your voice. They're going to trust it more and more. They're going to trust that encouraging voice that also is a listening voice or listening ears. Um, thanks, for, thanks for your time and um, hope this has been helpful to you. Go be crazy parents, crazycoolfamily.com.